New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, you guys. My name is Daniel Doss. I'm one of the worship leaders here at New Vision. I'm the guy with the big red beard that sings on stage at Battlefield. And uh, I'm here today reading from 1 John chapter 2, verses 28 through chapter 3, verse 6, from the English Standard Version. Thank you for tuning in today, and I hope this is a, an encouragement to you. 1 John 2, 28 says this, And now, little children, abide in him, so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink back and shrink from him in shame at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, so that we are. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. Everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. There's a phrase um, that, I've, that you've probably heard that basically says, actions speak louder than words. We're reading here about how to identify children of God and basically how we should act as children of God. Um, we're told that, hey, if since we are his children, we need to abide in him. Um, and what does that mean to abide in him? Well, it means having a, a mind like his to uh, learn about who God is and be like that, to uh, be aware of his presence, to, uh, to commune with him, pray with him in your spirit, uh, pray to him in your spirit and be with him in your spirit, in your mindset and and how you are thinking about your um, circumstances, how you're approaching uh, your own heart, how you're approaching the way you live and those around you. But in your heart, are you, <clears throat> are you abiding in Him? Um, and, but that is what identifies us as His children. If, if we're His children, then we're going to act a certain way. We're going to be a certain way. Um, <clears throat> we're not going to be perfect. Um, one of the phrases in 3.6 says, no one who abides in him keeps on sinning. Um, I know I've struggled with that verse in the past thinking, oh no, I sinned. I must not be abiding in him. I must not be his child. That's not really the case. He, <clears throat> he goes on to say, no one who keeps on sinning. Basically, someone who lives in sin continually uh, basically says, hey, we're <clears throat> if, if you don't live in a way that he desires for you to live, um, that proves his purpose in coming and taking away sin, why would you be identified as his? You you aren't. And if you 
continue in sin, then it's, it just proves that you are not his and you've not known him. <clears throat> you know, one of the um, things I grew up um, believing from scripture is that um, you might have heard the phrase once saved, always saved. Um, and, and that the idea that basically says if you've been saved, you're, you're done being saved. You're not going to be saved over and over. You're going to get saved or unsaved. And that, of course, is based on God doing the saving um, and not our own in our own power. But when we um, come to know God, we're transformed, we're renewed. And so we're, as a new creation, if we go from being a, an, a, uh, a maple tree to an apple tree, we're going to bear apples. We're no longer going to have maple leaves. And if we continue to have maple leaves, then we're, we're still a maple tree. That's basically the idea. Now, I've also heard the phrase, um, it's not about perfection, it's about direction. And that basically says, you know, we're not perfect. We're not there yet. We're, we're living in the not yet. We're, we're, we are saved, and, uh, but we are not glorified. You know, in, at the end of chapter two, it talks about we're going to see him at his coming. And that's, we'll see him as he truly is. Um, because we will have glorified bodies, we'll have glorified eyes, we'll be able to see Jesus as he truly is and behold all his glory. But until then, we have to abide in him. We need to abide in him as his children. This identifies us as his children. Um, this abiding does not prove, uh, does not make us his children, but it proves that we are his children. Um, and I just want to encourage you today, I don't know what mindset or heart you're in right now, um, but and you might have been uh, living in or with or have a, a sin that you're struggling with or or something, and that might cause you to question your your um, your salvation. Might cause you to you know question whether you're a child of God. Uh, and I would say the fact that you desire to follow God and abide in Him proves that you are His child, and proves that um, that you are going in a direction toward him, and you are striving to abide in him. Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit will convict us um, and will um, will lead us. And I was reading in Proverbs this morning as well that, you know, said, don't despise his discipline. Well, we receive discipline um, because we need it, because we're out of line. And uh, it was from Proverbs 3, you know, uh, where, you know, it talks about, um, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And then it goes on and just say, hey, don't despise the Lord's discipline. And I, I think that's a big piece of it. If we are his children, he's going to discipline his children. He, someone gets disciplined because they're not going in the right direction. And, and that's a recalibrating. God brings us back to himself because he wants us to abide in him. He knows that's the best for us as his kids and also as his representatives of Christ and what Christ has done. Um, we, we need to be a, a proving ground to the world, what he has accomplished, so that we bring him glory and so that others in the world will glorify him and be drawn to him and what he is doing in his kingdom. Um, so as, uh, as we're looking here at, uh, at this passage, we see that it's talking about being children. And there's a lot of, uh, of joy in being a child of God. There's a lot of pride involved here. Sometimes I remember in middle school, whenever you weren't really... Um, you weren't really proud of, might not have been proud of your parents. Like you might have been like, oh man, y'all drop me off a mile from school and I'll walk the rest of the way because I don't want anybody to see that I actually have parents. We, 
you know, we grow up in our faith and, you know, we might have been ashamed of our faith in front of other uh, people or uh, friends. But as we grow up, we begin, we become proud, proud of our Heavenly Father because of what has He done, proud that He has drawn us in and that we we identify with Him and not proud in a um, not prideful negative sense in that we look down on anyone else in an arrogance kind of proud, but proud in a we are so thankful and grateful and happy to be a part of the family of God that we can't wait but tell other people. And so that's why, you know, it comes back to what did he do to make us his children? Well, he sent his only son to die for us. And uh, and the whole point was to remove sin, to take our sin away. And when that happened, we were able to become part of his family. And so I, th- I think it's a very significant moment where he says, hey, if you are practicing sinning, if you keep on sinning, then you've probably not really seen him or known him. Because if if you've you've seen that who he is and what he has done, then you cannot be the same. And so that's why he's saying, how can you be sure? How can you identify that those that are born of God? And how can you uh, be sure that you are born of God and a child of God? And I think that's that's the key here is, can you be certain that I am a child of God? That have you been saved? You know, he's not necessarily, this isn't his only purpose here, but sometimes we question our salvation. Um, and I, I want you to know that being a child of God isn't about you being perfect based on your actions, but you being perfected based on Jesus' uh, accomplishment and his actions. And you continuing to be a child of God is not based on you continuing to be perfect. Are you going to sin? Yes. That's that's why this had to be written is because he's saying, hey, realize this, that if you keep sinning, you, you might not be a child of God. If you keep sinning, you have no remorse, you have no desire, no desire to abide in him um, or make him proud as a father, then you should probably um, really question that. But I would say the fact that you question that and are concerned with that proves that you desire to abide in him. And that desire is not a random occurrence. That desire has been placed in you uh, by his Holy Spirit. And so what we should do as children to honor our father is to lean into that desire he's placed in us. Our response should be to abide in him and with him. As I've been sitting here, my my youngest son, Oakley, has walked in here and he's just sitting right beside me and it's the sweetest thing. He's been good to be real quiet, but he wants to be right beside me. He wants to be here. And it's, it's the early morning on Sunday morning and, and I love that. And I want him to be with me and I want to be with him. Hello. <laughs> and that's part of abiding as a child of God is we are with him. And when we're with him, we're not doing things that um, that dishonor him. We honor him because there are things he's asked us to do and things he's asked us not to do. And we want to do the things he's asked us to do, and those things are the right things to do. Um, so on this day, walk in to where your father is. Step in, and as Oakley has just laid his head on my shoulder, lay your head on his shoulder 
and just sit and wait, listen to him, be with him, feel his presence, abide in him, be transformed. And you will not want to keep sinning, but if you do, go back to him and sit with him, abide with him. He wants to be with you and he's placed in you that desire to be with him because that's the best thing for you is being with your heavenly father. God bless you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Praying that you would see before you your path um, that he has laid out before you. Um, In this current climate, it could be a precarious thing to know what the right thing to do is. And so I want to encourage you to lean into your heavenly father and abide in him now more than ever. And then if he tells you something to do, do it. Love you guys and hope to see you soon. Worship together. May God be with you. May <laughs> God be with you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.